Welcome back to Change Voices, a weekly podcast where we explore the challenges, successes and lessons of leadership through the experiences of diverse women leaders in Africa and beyond. I am your host, Paula Frey. Thank you so much for all your feedback on social media about our first episode where we spoke to author Sisongim Samang about amplifying your voice. Remember to join the online conversation on all Atfrey Intermedia platforms on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as the Change Voices Twitter feed. Our hashtag is Change Voices. Energy is big news in Africa, but it's even bigger business. With half of the continent still without access to energy, the sector represents both a challenge and an opportunity. At the same time, there are a range of systemic restrictions which limit women's participation in the sector. Restrictions which really call for decisive action. Our guest today is playing a real role in rolling back those restrictions. This week we're going to spend some time with Bertha Lamini, Head of Sales and Marketing at the utility segment Power Grid Division Southern Africa for ABB South Africa. I've known Bertha for many years from her days overseeing major communication programs to being CEO of her own marketing company and then heading a larger corporate entity. She has always combined her entrepreneurial flair with a deep understanding of the issues she is dealing with. I'm certainly not surprised that she was shortlisted as a finalist for Woman of the Year in 2016 in the power and water sector. Bertha works across Africa and she is the current president of the African Women in Energy and Power, which is an initiative geared towards women entrepreneurs in energy. The network is active in 22 markets, focusing on the Eastern Africa Power Pool and the Southern African Power Pool. Networking is an effective way to give women an opportunity to get information, skills and contacts in any sector. There are few things scarier than an event where you are expected to mingle and chat in order to promote your business or even yourself, but the evidence points to networking and its relationship building as essential for career and business development. It's suggested that up to 70% of appointments for senior positions are the result of networked relationships. Effective networking enables you to leverage your connections for your organization and your business, but not all networks are equal. We spoke to Bertha to find out what gives effective networks their edge. I started our conversation by asking her how she ended up in the energy sector. So in 2012, I sold my marketing communications consultancy to an energy engineering firm. And that was the beginning of my journey into the energy and power space, a very technical space. And I fell in love with its impact on society its impact on the dignity of people's lives. Without sustainable supply of energy, economies are not able to thrive, communities are not able to thrive, and that's really where the passion came from. And I also identified a gap in the market, which was to accelerate youth and women participation, meaningful participation in the energy space, not in the periphery. And what do I mean by that? I mean by participating in supplying real solutions for the energy sector. On the continent, we talk about accelerating electrification. 600 million people out of our 1.2 billion people on the continent, so half the continent has no access to energy. 
which means that the issues that we're trying to resolve, such as poverty, access to decent health systems, education, and just dignity of life is compromised or is decelerated because of the lack of electrification. And it's my conviction that when we accelerate women and youth participation in the energy space, we will also accelerate the pace of electrification in our communities. How big is the participation of women in the sector? Not so big, not, not as big as it could be, especially given the history of women participating in the informal sector as traders and entrepreneurs. Most of them have the interest to participate in technical areas, but the energy sector in particular is a high capital intensive sector. And not in South Africa as much as in other countries. Access to capital is an issue. Access to reliable information is an issue. Access to technology to on-sale is an issue. Access to networks is an issue because our policies are not gender sensitive and are not structured to support meaningful women participation in the value chain of energy provision. Bertha, are some countries doing better than others in helping women gain access to the sector? In South Africa, we're doing a lot better with our triple BEE and the requirement for 51% women ownership to participate in large-scale projects. So that gives women at least a platform. Kenya has got 30% dedicated budget for women participation, but in other countries, it's not so structured. And so you find a lag in women's participation. Certainly, you don't find women participating in the large-scale products. So when you look at building substations, for example, or you look at maintaining long-distance transmission lines, you do not find women founder entrepreneurs. That's the difference we want to make. We want to create a platform where women can understand the structure of the power pool, the greed and how it connects from country to country and the opportunities that are inherent in that connection. And so how does that network actually help women do that? So one of the greatest challenges, not only in the energy sector, but in all sectors, is building networks that work and networks that are sustainable and networks that allow value exchange. And it's quite a skill. And so we are creating events, dialogue platforms to expose women who are interested to participate in the energy sector, to build reliable networks, credible networks. Now, the art of building networks is not about exchanging business cards. That you can do anywhere and you can get home and that business card may not work. But it's having that conversation, that 30-second elevator talk that connects you and the other person, that enables the both of you through a process of inquiry to identify where you connect. Mm. And being able to follow through that connection. And sometimes when you're doing that in an event, there's adrenaline, there's excitement. But also it's the commitment and the mindfulness to remember that that connection is worth much more. And you may not realize the value immediately, but you may realize the value at a later stage. And it's to remain connected to that person by being relevant to them. How then do you ensure that your events are more than just a get-together over drinks and that they have real-world impact? So our events are content-based. So we focus on the following content pillars. Number one is we understand that most women may probably not understand the opportunities that exist within the value chain. So we talk about revealing real opportunities within the value chain. Who holds these opportunities? These are utilities, electrical utilities in each one of our countries. So we are endorsed by the Southern African Power Pool with 12 of its member states 
and represented by the electrical utilities within each country. And those utilities have committed to present pipelines of their projects in the next three years at our events. And that's how we make our events impactful. In other countries, in Southern Africa, it's the lack of collateral. Women don't own land, don't own property. And so for the scale of funds they're looking for, it's very difficult to secure that. But most importantly is providing women with information that enable them to structure their projects such that they are bankable and they demonstrate to financiers that they are able to repay. And these are the skills that we want to impart in our events. Now, these networks therefore become content value exchange platforms where women walk away with real value. They connect with credible people and they're able to utilize that. Do you need to be active in energy already or simply interested in joining the network? Not at all. You could be an entrepreneur. Just like I was an entrepreneur, I'm not an engineer, and I got introduced to the energy sector and I got very interested in the energy sector and I'm committed to the learning journey. So any entrepreneur can join our network. Our website is aweap.africa and they can follow the links and become a member. Uh, We also have a partnership with the African Leadership University and they're structuring an entrepreneur accelerator course that will enable women who are interested to gain the competency that will make them even more competitive in the market. Most importantly, the accelerator course will teach women the structures of the energy sector. How is it structured? Who are the stakeholders? How do you participate? What's the technology maturity level of each market? How can they become a channel partner for technology with original equipment manufacturers? How can they become independent power producers and own their renewable energy plants? They will also learn and understand the renewable energy space and how it can contribute to accelerated electrification. So we're saying women will come in as one. They'll walk out with 99 connections with the competency they require to deliver power projects. Bertha, I've listened to you talk about networks and how, in effect, they're so outcomes-based. What are the key steps in establishing an effective network? Sure. Uh, There isn't a, a science or a formula. I think you need to identify people who bring in multiple perspectives to a topic. So it's not so much about bringing together like-minded people as it is about bringing a diverse group of people that plug into the same topic with different interests and different perspectives. And that's what creates a rich, interactive networking event or platform because therein lies different opportunities. Right? So we don't all want to be power plant owners. We don't all want to be metering solutions providers, but we can come in from different perspectives. So the first thing is to find a topic that resolves a key issue in a society or in a sector. Find a gap to fill. And then identify subject matter experts that come from these different perspectives and that bring it to life. The subject matter experts are like magnets. They draw their own networks, and that's how you build this network. When you promise to deliver a topic, it is not about the topic being fancy or being nice to hear, you know, fancy terms. It is your ability to bring incredible content that can be used. That's how you build networks, and people get to know you for the richness of your content. So content is critical? 
content is king. Events can be beautiful, they can be well-financed, but without content, they just become a social gathering. When you have the right content, they retain people, but people even remain connected because of the content that you bring. So then why would our listeners want to get involved in an energy network? Um, because one, as Africans, and by Africans I mean anyone who lives on the continent, it is in our best interest to play our role in ensuring that we reduce the number of people who do not have access to electricity. We're standing at 600 million people. We're standing at a lot more young people who are not employed. This sector has the potential to reduce unemployment among youth and to improve the dignity of communities. So if you want to play a role in eradicating energy poverty on our continent, come join us, learn about the sector, come discover for yourself entrepreneurial opportunities that you may not know about now and play your part in being the solution to light up the continent. Won't you just repeat how people can get hold of you? So they can visit our website, which is aweep.africa, A-W-E-A-P.africa. Thank you so much. I've learned so much and it's been fascinating. Thank you for having me. So let's recap. We need to build networks that are sustainable, reciprocal, and that allow for tangible and intangible value exchange. Credible networks are not simply groups of people who think alike. Rather, credible networks connect you to real value that unfolds over time and brings together relevant people with diverse views around a particular topic. And while the events where networks gather are an attractive incentive, content is key. Bertha says credible networks put validated content at the heart of the process. Finally, she says, credible networks are anchored in mutual respect, integrity, and loads of fun. As someone who really has to step out of her own comfort zone in order to build business relationships, this discussion is a reminder that we also have to put in the hard work if we want networks to work for us. This means we must not only attend networking events, but we must be active in the processes. We must give out and collect contacts, and then we must reach out afterwards before actively nurturing strategic relationships. But we must also be authentic in our approach. This means adding value to each meeting and each contact, being interested in other people, and becoming a resource for those who we meet. And as Bertha mentioned, we need a clear understanding of what we're offering. You need an elevator pitch which is short, sharp, and absolutely clear in its call to action. You can sign up for the Change Voices newsletter and find more information about the work we do on our website, freyintermedia.com, or join our social media platforms at Frey Intermedia. Research for this podcast was done by Taboho Hunter. The editor and producer is Jermaine Kricher. Music was composed by David Latham. The series executive producer is Desmond Latham. Next week, feminist activist Naomi Tulay-Sulanka will be speaking to us from Liberia on starting up and sustaining your passion. Do join the online conversation and send us your feedback, your views and your special requests for interviews. Remember to subscribe on either SoundCloud or iTunes and to rate us on whichever platform you use. Until next week, when we chat again, let's lead. <laughs>